Hello, my name is Yvette. I am coming to you live with episode one of Sister with with Political Tea. Um, I am a political hawk. I love this stuff and I talk about it all the time and I thought about what would be a great way of contributing and talking about something that I love talking about, something that I'm very passionate about, and how am I able to lend my voice to this this era this era that we're living in right now that is brand new for all of us. This is part of history. Uh, this is literally history in the making, and I'm just very very excited about this podcast. Again, it's called Sister with Political Tea. And uh, I'm going to start by leading per my mom. I promised her that I would start by scripture, um, whereas uh, I, she's hoping that this will guide the tone of my my podcast as I move forward through this process. So I am going to, I'm going to try to do this on every episode. So tonight I'm going to go with Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and of hope. And that is what we're living right now. We're, we just had Christmas on yesterday. Today is December 26, 2018. And we're headed towards full steam ahead to New Year's into the 2019. There's going to be so, so very many things that are happening uh, politically uh, for 2019, I'm road mapping things out in my mind and just, it's going to be fascinating to see how 2019 is going to shape up. I suspect it's not going to be great for a lot of people. I think it's going to be winning for a lot of people. Um, I think it's going to be tumultuous. I think it's going to be rough. I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be cruel. And I think a lot of people are going to go to jail or at least be convicted of jail. And um, it's just going to be interesting to see how it goes. Right now, the big topic that we are dealing with or the big thing that is happening is the fact that we've had two children to die in the custody of Border Patrol. A seven-year-old little girl died at, uh, on December 8th. And on Christmas Eve, young Felipe Alonzo Gomez, he's eight, he was eight years old, suspected of having a cold, and they rushed him to the hospital on Christmas Eve, and he died there on, in New Mexico across the border. He was captured with his father, uh, crossing into the United States illegally. And apparently they were at a border, a wall, an area that has a border wall, and they still were able to cross over. So throughout this trek, there is no suspicion, no suspect yet as to what happened to him, what caused his death. Um, we just don't know yet, um, but I suspect that it's probably the, the hundreds and thousands of miles that he has walked with his father to get to that, to the, get to that point and then not still receive, uh, proper medical care immediately after arriving here. Um, but again, he was eight years old. He was, came over with his father. And he died Christmas Eve with border uh, in the custody of Border Patrol. He was uh, from Guatemala um, and with his father. So that's the recent, most recent heartbreaking news that has occurred. 
I suspect that Christian um, Nielsen, Secretary of uh, Homeland Security, is probably going to be dragged into court uh, starting January 2nd when the Democrats take the House with full subpoena power. Last week she was asked if she had an idea of how many people that have died in her custody. And she said she would have to get back with the, the gentleman that was asking her the question. I suspect that starting January 2nd, she, whenever they call her in, anytime after January 2nd, she's going to have an answer or she's going to be forced to have an answer. Um, she has been assured already by the leader of the House that there will be a reckoning and it's coming. And uh, if there's been any type of enabling behaviors, if there has been behaviors that have not been conducive or in construct of our laws, um, these are going to be horrible, horrible situations uh, for a lot of people that have been wanting to do the president's will outside of the law. If you're doing his will within the, the scope of law, um, well, most of the time they just don't last, but those are the people that have not found themselves uh, indicted. Uh, so I am hopeful that uh, Ms. Nelson has been following and operating within the constraint of the laws uh, because we now have two very, very, very young children that have died while supposedly under her care and her watch. Um, excuse me, it's not going to be a great day for her. Uh, moving on, today Donald Trump actually visited the uh, troops today in Iraq. For the very first time, he went over. Now, he didn't talk with the president of Iraq. However, he did go see the troops today. I hope he went with a message of cheer. Because let's face it, his uh, messaging on Christmas Day, it was downright distraught, depressing, and not very hopeful at all. So I have not yet seen any uh, commentary or any videos of him actually speaking with the troops. I'm interested to see uh, if he has done that and if he stayed in line with hopefully his objective, which is to be there to support our troops. There's a big shakeup going on right now with our military leaders. And so we need for him to be the commander in chief, especially when you're in a war zone with men and women that are giving their lives uh, to the United States and, and, and for a cause, 17 years there. So we must be diligent in, in our words and our care when we're dealing with our military, especially when they're on live site where anything can happen to them at any day. But I was very happy to actually hear that the president went. His messaging over these past few days have not been happy. It hasn't been, they've not been joyous. Uh, he needed something to do and what better thing to do to, than to go out and visit our troops today. On message. Hopefully he was on message and not throwing paper towels and talking about a wall that these folks uh, have nothing, they are so far removed from. So I'm hoping and praying that he did not do that and he did not steer clear from his objective, which was to be, I hope, uh, to show strength and, um, and support as their commander in chief. Uh, but it does appear that he also steered clear of troop removals. Apparently there's a discussion or a rumor 
that Donald Trump is now wanting to remove uh, almost half of our troops. I believe it was about 7,000 troops from Iraq. Uh, there's a bit of discussion about whether that's the best decision or not. The only thing that has been signed off for sure right now is Syria, but not Iraq. Uh, so maybe he was there to talk with the leaders there, the commanders that are there on site, on ground, and to get a true visual. So I'm looking forward to hear about his experience. If, if it's the woeful truth, I would love to hear that and see how that went and where he goes and where he thinks about that now. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, right now... Uh, CNN uh, moving forward to now talking about the shutdown. CNN is now reporting we're headed towards the fifth day of the shutdown. Right now, uh, Donald Trump is not budging. President Trump is not budging uh, on this $5 billion deal for his wall. He wants this money, and he's w absolutely willing to keep the government shut. My opinion, I think he will do it. I think he's perfectly fine with leaving the government shut down. He's not going to move unless his base tells him to. And right now, he is in lockstep with his supporters and his base. So his incentive, he's never tried to move outside of the scope of his base. He's not interested in what I have to say. He's not interested in any uh, anyone that does not agree with him, whether they're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, it doesn't matter. If you are not uh, in agreement with him, he's, he's not really caring. So what is his incentive to move forward when he is in lockstep and, and in his, his mind and, and with his um, supporters, he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, what do I think is going to happen? I think he's going to get the money. I do. But I also believe that the Democrats are going to hold his feet to the fire. I don't think that they're going to budge either. We are truly at a at the tug of war, and right now we're dead even, and no one is letting up. And that's where we are right now. And I don't think that the Democrats are not going to let go either, because their base, which is much larger than President Trump's, are not wanting the, the Democrats to cave as the Republicans have to the whims and the woes of President Trump. They, they're, they're just not wanting it. So, and what is their incentive to do it? There is no incentive to move forward, especially in their argument is we should not move forward with this wall because it just simply doesn't work. And unfortunately, we have Felipe Alonzo Gomez, the young eight-year-old boy that died on Christmas Eve, as a proven example that the wall does not work. So if that is their argument, it, where, where do we go from here? This is what I believe is going to happen. He's going to get his money. The Democrats are going to give it to him. And they're going to allow him to put, it, put as much lipstick as he want on that pig. In other words, he can go out and just say whatever he want to say. He can spin, spin, spin what he was given. He can he can dress it up because you know the president is not known to be the most honest uh, storyteller. So it wouldn't be abnormal for him to go out and tell a story that may not be woefully true. So they're going to allow him to go out, say whatever he wants to say, add whatever 
comments or commentary to the story, and they're going to allow him to do it. But the actual fact of the matter is he's not going to financially get the money for the wall. I think they're going to approve the funding for him to get security coverage for the um, for for the border. And it, and it may include reconstructing of already fencing that is there. They may use it on electronic devices for surveillance. They may, excuse me, do different things, but it's not going to be a wall. And I believe that that's where we are with that. And, and I think he's going to have to accept it. So the, and he's already started to change his language, how he speaks about the wall. So he's already getting his base prepared for his redirection, uh, or his re-explanation of what an, what his idea of a wall is. So he's calling them now steel slats. So this is actually happening. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be so interesting to see how this story spins out. And, well, we already know that his base is going to be perfectly fine. I, I really don't think that there's anything that the president can do to get his base to turn against him and to each his own. Uh, but the majority will have some say in this, especially now that the House has gone to the Democratic Party with subpoena power. But I think I think this next two years are going to be simply put hell. It's going to be hell for so many people. Uh, a lot of us are going to get sick and tired of it. I doubt if I will. I'm going to be all for the political tea. Uh, I am just, I'm excited about it, but there's going to be so many people that are going to be burnt out. So many people are going to be tired. They're going to be worn down by all of the fighting that's going to be escalated now because before the Democrats had no power. Now they have power and they have subpoena power. So that is going to be a very, very loud voice and a very big stick in the room. And I don't think that they're going to be afraid to use it. I really don't think so, especially with all those young folk there that is going to expect uh, uh, Pelosi and Schumer to do their job. They're going to hold their feet to the fire, and, and we're gonna, we're about to hit it. But I hope and pray that they do exactly what they said they could do. Uh, Maxine Waters has said multiple times we could chew gum and walk at the same time. That is what I hope they do. I hope they're able to chew gum and walk. Walk down and give as much as they can to Mueller. Let Mueller and his team fight the fight or the Southern District of New York allow them to fight the fight. But I think we need our government to function for us because Trump is just not all that is happening with us. We need everything to keep going and to keep running. So yeah, so that's where we are. But again, today is December 26, 2018. This is my very first podcast for Sister with Political Tea, and I hope I'm giving you just a snippet of what this podcast is going to be for me, me just providing my opinion, my commentary, but what's happening currently in news and politics and how I have interpreted those things and what, what tomorrow is going to look like for all of us. Be well, have a great evening, and I'll talk with you soon. Bye.